Hello everybody and welcome back to Energetics and Alchemy. I hope everyone's doing really well. If you're listening in, thank you so much for being here today. If you're new here, my name is Kira and I am here to talk to you guys about all things energetics and alchemy, as the name would suggest. Um, So yeah, basically just everything, kind of spirituality, woo-woo, manifestation, personal development, personal growth, all of that good stuff. Apologies if my voice sounds a little bit croaky. I've actually pretty much only just woken up for the day or I've been awake for like an hour or so, but I've just kind of been in bed. It's Sunday morning here at the moment, so we were just enjoying like a nice sleep in with the cats and yeah, I decided I'd record pretty much first thing today because my partner is going to visit a friend today and he wants to take like part of the recording equipment I use with him for guitar stuff. Don't really know exactly what he's doing, but something to do with guitar. (laughs) So I figured I'd get up nice and early and record first thing so that he can head off when he would like to. So today I just wanted to do kind of like a quick chatty episode, I guess. So just kind of chatting to you guys about some kind of key elements, I guess, to manifestation. So I don't necessarily just have one topic in mind, but I want to talk about manifestation a little bit more in depth. And I guess focusing on what it actually means to embody your desires, to be an energetic match to something, and also just a bit about trusting the process and really holding the faith, even if it might be feeling like the things you're calling in aren't coming as quickly as you'd like them to. So the first thing that I've been feeling kind of called to talk about on here is that we are manifesting constantly. So I guess just a little reminder that we are always manifesting. Like everything you're doing in your day-to-day life is manifesting certain realities for you. So when we talk about manifesting as if it's like an activity that we're doing, it can make it sound a little bit like it's not something we're just constantly doing regardless of whether we're aware of it or not. But that's kind of the key difference when we talk about manifesting in the context that we talk about it on here. So when we talk about manifesting, what we're talking about is conscious manifesting. So doing so with intention as opposed to just allowing our internal worlds to kind of rule our outer worlds and vice versa without even really being aware of it. So being very intentional with our energy, with our thoughts, with our actions, with what we're doing to create a certain reality for us. Like everything we're doing is always creating our reality, but we're kind of harnessing that power, taking control of it and actively choosing what reality we want to be manifesting and aligning ourselves with that reality. I don't know if the microphone would be picking them up, but I have the chirpiest, singiest little birds outside my window this morning. They're just having the best time, like, singing to themselves and stuff. So if you can hear bird noises, that's what that is. It's kind of soothing, though. So, I mean, I'm here for it. I think it's nice. But yes, so we're manifesting every day, whether we're aware of it or not, but the key is to kind of become aware of it and start manifesting in in favour of ourselves, in favour of our desires, instead of just blindly manifesting without intention, without being aware of it, without realising. And so second to that today, I want to talk about 
what it means to actually become an energetic match for your desires and holding the faith and really trusting the process and manifestation because this is honestly one of the biggest components of it. When we call things into our lives and we pursue our desires, one of the biggest parts of this process for us is becoming that energetic match and then being able to hold the faith and trust the process hold the energy embodiment before we actually have the manifestation itself. And this can take time and patience and honestly just practice to really be able to do this. Like it can be hard to really be believing in something and embodying something and acting like you already have the thing, acting as if when you don't have the thing yet. So we talk a lot about needing to be an energetic match to what we're calling in And when we talk about being an energetic match, this means matching the vibration and energy, of course, of the thing that you're trying to call in. So we do this through our mindsets, through embodiment, through showing up as essentially the version of ourselves that has that thing already in our present life. So embodying their habits, their routines, like we want to be jumping forward And essentially thinking about what the version of you who already has that thing would be doing, thinking, saying, how would they be acting? And so the idea behind this is essentially if in our present lives we are aligning with this future version of ourselves and embodying that future version of ourselves that is inevitably going to lead us along like the path of having what that version of us has. Like we're an energetic match to it. So that's what we'll be calling into our lives. It's really, really hard to call something into your life if your thoughts and actions and beliefs and what you're doing are not aligned with said things. So the way you're acting and thinking and the things you're saying could potentially... I mean, it sounds a little bit dramatic, but they could be sabotaging you from having those things. So, for example, you can't be calling in a new job or a new relationship or better friendships if your thoughts and beliefs and actions aren't aligned with these things. So, for example, if you feel like you're not deserving of these things or if you're subconsciously blocking them for some reason or if you're just not acting the way the version of you who has those things would be acting. So for example, if what you're trying to manifest is a new relationship, you want to be acting as if today in your current life, even if you're not in that relationship yet, you want to be essentially acting as if you are the best you can in your current circumstances right now. So that might look like just showing up yourself as the version of you that would be in that relationship. So for example, if you want a relationship where you're both very honest and loyal and kind to each other and generous and all of those things, like you want to be showing up as the version of you that would be in that relationship now. So you want to be acting that way now. If you want to be in a relationship where your partner is really loving and doting and you know, buys you flowers and calls you beautiful and all of that kind of stuff, you can be bringing that into your life now and matching that energy by doing those kinds of things for yourself. Treating yourself the way you would want to be treated. And when it comes to your beliefs and attitudes and thoughts, we also want to be matching that energy. So you're not going to be able to call in your dream relationship and dream partner 
if your mindset is very much so, you know, like love doesn't exist, um, a very common one among women is, you know, the men are rubbish narrative. So, you know, men are awful. Like I don't need a man. Men are terrible. Like that's not matching the energy of having a really loving, doting partner in your life. And obviously that's a very hetero example, but, um, you get what I'm saying. Like you can't be wanting to call this thing into your life while simultaneously kind of not matching the energy of that thing. You need to start shifting your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, your attitudes, how you're showing up to match what you are calling in. That's what being an energetic match really is. You're matching your energy to that thing. And this applies to everything really. Like another example would be like with money. If you're calling in more money, this won't work if your mindset is that money is bad or that you're terrible with money or that you're not worthy of money or that you don't even really want more money anyway, like you're happy with the money you have. That's essentially subconsciously blocking you from bringing more money in because your subconscious is holding all of these beliefs that like, oh, we don't want money, like money's bad, money's not good, we don't need money, we're not worthy of money, money, no, like no to money. (laughs) And so it's going to be really, really hard for you to be opening yourself up and calling in money when you're not an energetic match to the thing. And that's why it's really important that we work on our beliefs and our mindsets when it comes to manifestation, because that's a massive part of it. Like being an energetic match is kind of equal parts embodying it and showing up as it and also having the beliefs and mindset that facilitate those things coming into our lives. We need to get our thoughts and beliefs aligned with what we are wanting and we need to really believe that we can have the thing as well as physically kind of embodying it. So showing up as the version of us who already has the thing. When we have beliefs that don't match up with what we're actually calling in, not only does it repel the desire on an energetic level because it means you're not vibrating at the right frequency for it, you're not an energetic match to the desire, you're not on that pathway to the desire, you'll also be subconsciously kind of looking for ways or reasons to back up that belief that you're holding as well, whether you realize that you're doing it or not. And this is where things like I mentioned earlier, like self-sabotage really come in. So again, using the money example, If you believe that you're really bad with money, but you're also trying to call more money in, your subconscious is going to be looking for ways and reasons to back up that you are bad with money. Like it's going to be subconsciously looking for examples of that belief being true. And that's why we want to really shift our beliefs into being in alignment with what we're desiring, you know, being like, I'm really good with money. I'm deserving of money. Like I handle money really well. Money is abundant. Money flows really freely to me. Like these are examples of the kind of beliefs we want to be holding because again, likewise for positive beliefs, like our subconscious is going to be looking for ways and reasons to back that up as well. We want our mindsets to match the mindsets of the version of us who already has the thing. Ask yourself what beliefs and thoughts that future version of you would be holding Would the version of you who already has the money or has the dream job be thinking that it's not possible for them to be in a role like that? Of course not. They already have it. They already have the job. They already have the money. Of course, they're not going to be questioning whether it's possible for them or whether they're deserving of it or whether they can really have that thing if they already have it. They don't need to do that because they already have it. And that's 
what we want to be tapping into. And it can be really fun to play around with this in journal exercises as well. So asking yourself what that future version of you would believe in, what they think on a daily basis, what kind of things they say to themselves. Like you can really have fun with this and play around with it. And once you've kind of gotten that information, like once you've dug into what that future version of yourself would be doing and saying and thinking, try to start actually embodying that as well in the present. So try to bring that into your everyday life. Like when you're responding to a certain situation, ask yourself how that future version of you would respond to it. Because remember that there is a reality where you have every single one of your desires and you can tap into that reality by becoming an energetic match to it. We need to believe in things before we can actually see them. So we need to believe that we're capable, that we're deserving, that we can have the desire before we actually witness this possibility for ourselves. So to be in the right energy, we need to really be believing before we see. And that is really a practice of having essentially like blind faith. Like you're believing in something with a lot of faith that you haven't witnessed or experienced for yourself yet. When we are choosing to consciously manifest and to become that energetic match, we're holding faith in something that we cannot see, nor do we know from witnessing it that it exists and is real, but we're choosing to believe in that thing anyway. And we all have moments of lacking in this faith, like it does happen, we're humans, it can be really hard to have faith in something that isn't actually here yet or hasn't actually manifested yet, but when we do have these moments, it's about realigning back to that faith, that belief, that whatever the thing is, is on its way to us. It's about trusting that we have our desires for a reason, they're not just coincidences, The goals you have for yourself and the desires you have are there for a reason, and the reason is that they are meant for you. And when we look at it like this, we can almost look at it from the perspective of we're not becoming an energetic match because we want to call these things in. We're working on removing the blocks in our energy that are preventing what is actually meant for us coming to us. And I think that's a really interesting way to look at it in terms of like our limiting beliefs and whatnot as well, because we're not born with those beliefs. Like we're not born with the belief that we're not deserving or that we can't have nice things or any of that kind of stuff. That's stuff we develop through our lives, through our experiences, through the people we surround ourselves with or that we're raised by, just through every aspect of what we've experienced through life. That's where those beliefs come from. And so those things aren't inherently us. They're not inherently part of us. Like we can look at them as things that are blocking us from getting to what is actually meant for us, as opposed to looking at it as like, I need to change who I am and how I think and what I believe in to access the thing that I want. We can look at it as like, that thing is meant for me. And the only thing I need to do to access it is to release and remove the things that are blocking me from getting to it. So the thoughts, the limiting beliefs, the self-sabotaging behaviours that are preventing me from getting what is meant for me. And to remove these blocks, we need to work towards becoming an energetic match. So working on our mindsets, our beliefs, how we're showing up, 
And we need to come back to this space of trusting that what is meant for us is coming to us and that the universe will deliver this in divine timing. And divine timing is another really big element of the concept of kind of holding the faith too, because not everything we are manifesting can come to us instantly or even as quickly as we'd like for them to. So I think I want to do a separate episode talking more about divine timing, but essentially it's just the idea that things happen when they're meant to, and sometimes that doesn't necessarily match up to when we think things should happen. And we just need to trust in that timing. We need to trust that things will come to us and things will happen for us as they are meant to. And so just to close us out, I just want to talk about one of the biggest things I remind myself of when I feel like my faith is wavering personally. So the thing I remind myself of is that we can't see what the universe is doing behind the scenes. So we can't see and often can't even imagine for that matter, the weird and wonderful ways in which the universe works, how the dominoes are falling into place for us as we speak, how things are kind of lining up for us. We can't see any of that, and we often don't see any of that until we have the thing, like until after the fact. And that's when we can then kind of look back and be like, oh, like things were kind of falling into place without me even realising it. So... With that knowledge, we need to really just surrender and trust the process. Like, we can't control the entire experience, and that's why we often refer to manifestation as co-creating with the universe, because we can't control or even know exactly how things will play out to get us to where we want to be, to get us to our desires. And in the meantime... While the universe does its thing and works behind the scenes, there's no point in us getting caught up in questions of how things will happen or when things will happen or whether things will really work out the way that we want them to. We instead should be putting this energy into working on building and sustaining the belief that of course it's going to work out. Of course things are going to happen the way I want them to and until then I'm just going to trust and believe that that desire is on its way right now and that the universe knows better than me when it comes to when and how that desire will drop in for me. The when and how are not your problem. The only thing you need to focus on really is what you want and a little bit of why you want it. And the reason the when and how aren't your problem is because we don't have control over that aspect of the process. Like we don't get to say when and we don't get to say how. We just get to kind of declare what it is that we're desiring and, again, a little bit of why we want it because the why can help us to hold on to this desire. The why helps us to almost kind of fill out the desire a little bit more, to give it a bit more depth, and that doesn't mean you necessarily need to have some, like, big, deep reason for wanting what you want. But, for example, if you're wanting more money, then knowing why you actually want more money will help you to hold that vision for yourself. So reasons like having financial freedom or being able to do more of the things you love instead of working constantly or getting to spend more time with your loved ones. Things like these. Things that just remind us why we want what we want. One more quick thing I want to mention before I wrap things up, just to close out this episode, 
is that an interesting way to look at holding faith and trusting the process is this. You are always holding faith and belief in something. When you're believing that your desire or what you're trying to manifest is not going to come to fruition, you're holding faith in lack, you're holding faith in your inability, in the universe's inability, you're holding faith and belief in this thing not working out for you. It's still faith, it's still belief, but it's not in the right direction or in a direction that's going to be serving you. We have the option, though, to switch where we are placing our belief and faith, and we can choose to shift into believing that it will work out, that you are deserving and that you are capable. Thinking that things won't work out or you won't get what you're desiring is still having faith and belief. It's just allocating it to something that isn't serving you as opposed to something that is serving you. So when you feel those negative beliefs or negative thoughts crawling in, just remember that you have the power to choose where you're going to put your faith and belief. You get to decide whether you're going to believe that it will work out or whether you're going to believe that it won't work out. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and got some useful information out of it. Um, Sorry if it was a little bit scattered. I did have notes written down about what I wanted to talk about, but I feel like they weren't necessarily as, like, flowy as they have been in other episodes. So, yes, hopefully everything made sense and still flowed relatively nicely. (laughs) But yeah, I think I touched on all of the bases I wanted to touch on today. But yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Celine has been asleep behind me for this whole episode and she's literally just sat up and let out a little meow. (laughs) so I think she knows I'm finished and she's like done time to wake up (laughs) um but yeah no I hope you really enjoyed the episode if you did don't forget to subscribe to the podcast I'm also very very grateful for anyone who leaves a review or a rating even you can follow me on instagram at energetics and alchemy for more juicy little bits of information (laughs) I've definitely been a lot more active on there, so come hang out. I hope everyone has a really beautiful day, night, afternoon, morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are. It's Sunday morning here, as I mentioned earlier, so Sam's actually gone to grab me a bag of potting mix and also some coffee. (laughs) And I'm going to get into some plant TLC for the rest of the day, I think. I need to repot some of my plant babies, so gonna do that for a while but yeah I hope everyone enjoys whatever they have on for the rest of their day and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode thank you so much for tuning in